This is This Week in the Mountain West with Nate Kreckman. He's in the open, and it looks like he's in. He is! This is Troy Calhoun, head coach of the United States Air Force Academy. This is Brian Harson, head coach of the Boise State Broncos. Down the left sideline, 20, 10, see ya! This is Jeff Tetford. This is Nick Rolovich. This is Jay Norvell, head coach at the University of Nevada. They'll roll, they'll throw downhill, wide open at the goal line, bobbling, holding, touchdown! This is Rocky Long. This is Tony Sanchez. This is Brent Brennan. This is Mike Bobo, head coach of the CSU Rams. Pass on the right side, intercepted! Looking for the home run ball, he's got it! This is Craig Bull. This is Gary Anderson. This is Bob Davey, head coach of the University of New Mexico. He catches it in stride at the 25! This is Craig Thompson, commissioner of the Mountain West. And you are listening to This Week in the Mountain West. All right, welcome into the Week 13 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. I'm your host, Nate Kreckman. Three important results from Week 12 have set us up for winner-take-all weekend in the Mountain West here in Week 13. Last Friday night, San Diego State beat Fresno State 17-7 on Montezuma Mesa to claim the Oil Can Trophy and improve to 5-2 in conference. And then on Saturday, Cole McDonald would run for two touchdown passes and Hawaii beat UNLV 21-7 in Las Vegas. That put the Rainbow Warriors at 4-3 in conference and all alone in second place in the West Division. And then late Saturday night, it was Boise State taking care of business, beating New Mexico 42-9 on the blue to remain unbeaten atop the Mountain Division at 6-0 in the Mountain West. And that leads us to Saturday. A Boise State win at Utah State would mean the Broncos win the Mountain and will host the Mountain West Championship game for the third consecutive season. Over in the West, it's essentially a division championship game. San Diego State at Hawaii. The winner of that game wins the West Division and goes to the Mountain West Championship. We could have our matchup set for the 2019 Mountain West Football Championship game December 7th by late Saturday night. The one wrench that could be thrown into the plan if Utah State upsets Boise State at home, then we go to week 14 to decide the Mountain Division. Boise State number 20 in the latest college football playoff rankings. The Broncos also 20th in the AP and number 19 in the coaches poll. San Diego State busts back into the top 25 in the coaches poll at number 25. The Aztecs getting votes in the AP as well, while Air Force is receiving votes in both polls. Then on bowl eligibility, Utah State getting win number six over Wyoming and Hawaii getting their seventh puts those two teams in the bowl eligible category here in the Mountain West. The Aggies and Rainbow Warriors joining Boise State, San Diego State, Air Force, Wyoming, and Nevada. So that's seven bowl-eligible teams in the Mountain West here in 2019. Coming up on this week's show, Boise State trying to finish the job in the Mountain Division. We talked to Bronco senior safety K. Koa Nawahine about the win over New Mexico and his outstanding collegiate career. Plus, can San Diego State get it done at Hawaii? Aztecs radio analyst Rich Ornberger joins the show to give us the latest on Rocky Long's team. It's week 13, it's this week in the Mountain West, and you have it here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Jeff Tedford, head football coach of the Fresno State Bulldogs. We'll be back with with more of this week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. Come to play in Las Vegas. See the best in college basketball shine on America's biggest stage. The Mountain West Basketball Championships return to Las Vegas March 1st through 7th. Join the March to Madness at the MW.com slash 2020 or your team's athletic ticket office. 
the Mountain West Basketball Championships in Las Vegas. Come to play. This is Gary Anderson, head football coach, Utah State University. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Recapping Week 12, we start in Logan, Wyoming at Utah State. Jordan Love overcomes an early pick six, throws for 282 yards and two touchdowns. Love waits for him to get set, then gets the snap. Pump fake, throwing to the middle of the field, and caught! And CLC Mariners off to the races! Here we go! 20, 15, 10, 5, CLC Mariner for the score! Scott Gerrard on 12-80 the zone. Utah State wins 26-21. Number 20, Boise State handles New Mexico 42-9 as the Broncos assert their dominance literally from the opening play of the game. Chuyote at quarterback, and now joining him in the backfield is Amari Davis. And a zone read, and it's going to be the quarterback keeping it, fumbling the football, and Boise State is going to score a touchdown. Sanatani Louie is going to go about 20 yards for the score. Chase Hatata was the guy that popped it out. Bob Beeler from Learfield IMG College, Broncos 9-1 on the year. Front-range rivalry matchup in Fort Collins, Air Force down early to Colorado State, but it would not stay that way. Hammond drops. Fires short underneath. Catches made. Sanders first down at the 30, at the 20, back to the middle of the field. The 10, the 5, touchdown, Air Force. Gerard Sanders takes the catch underneath, cuts to the near side, then reverses course and goes 50 yards for the Air Force score. Jim Arthur from Learfield IMG College. Air Force takes it 38-21, make it 8-2 this season for the Falcons. Donald Hammond, three touchdown passes. Friday night, it was San Diego State getting one step closer to a West Division crown, beating Fresno State 17-7 at home. They will not go shotgun here. Lassard will be the fullback in an eye formation and running it to the near side. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Chase Jasmine. That is touchdown, Aztecs. Ted Leitner on extra Fox Sports 1360. The Aztecs now 8-2. and two. And finally from Week 12, Cole McDonald gets back on the field and pushes Hawaii to a big road win at UNLV. McDonald's going to bowl his way. He kept it, contact at the two-yard line, and McDonald just destroyed the guy in front of him. Bobby Curran on ESPN 1420 in Honolulu. Rainbow Warriors come out on top 21-7. We talk to Boise State senior safety Keikoa Nawahine next after these words from your local station. This is Tony Sanchez, head coach of the UNLV Rebels. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Brian Harson, head coach of the Boise State Broncos. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Number 19, Boise State, now 9-1 on the year, leading the Mountain Division with a 6-0 record in conference. The Broncos fresh off an impressive 42-9 home win over New Mexico last Saturday night on the blue. They'll now go on the road to Utah State this Saturday night with a chance to clinch the Mountain Division title. Joining us right now, senior safety at Boise State, Keikoa Nawahine. Keikoa, welcome back to the show how you doing i'm doing good thanks for having me on thanks for giving us a few minutes here so you guys get a scoop and score touchdown for the defense on the first play the other night against new mexico what did that do to set the tone for the rest of that game yeah i mean that was awesome you could feel the energy in the stadium just go crazy as as louis was able to to make a louis and chase were able to make a play like that and um you know we talked about it all week about starting fast uh defensively and 
And uh, that's exactly what we were able to do. And so that set the tone for the rest of the game to be able to come out and to, to execute. Usually it's you guys in the secondary that get the glory plays. Right now, you're leading the team in interceptions this season. But how much fun was it to see big number 98, Sonatane Louis scoop it up and rumble in? Yeah, that was awesome. I mean, you love being able to see guys like that who work on, you know, every day, every week, uh, every game, and they get to go out and have a play like that, especially on senior night for him. Most teams are going to be in serious trouble when they have to play their third quarterback. Not you guys. Jalen Henderson starts, throws three touchdown passes. He's the Mountain West Offensive Player of the Week. What did you think of Jalen's start? Oh, I think I think he did awesome. And I think that just goes to show um, his preparation uh, the, the whole season, you know, leading into that game, understanding and being ready to be able to be in that role and go out and to perform the way that he needed to and be able to do the things that he did. I think that's pretty special, and uh, I think he killed it. In that secondary, your fellow safety, DeAndre Pierce, has been in and out with injuries a lot this season, the latest suffered in that Wyoming game. How has that affected your role and the entire secondary to deal with kind of that instability because of injuries? Yeah, I mean, we just had to have a lot of guys um, be able to rally around around each other and together and be able to play together. And um, just like we talk about all the time, next guy up and all the people, Jordan, Tyreek, and and all the safeties, Evan, that have been able to, to come in and be able to be put in different positions and, and learn different things and be able to execute um, as well as they have has, has been huge and been key in our success as a defense. And, um, yeah, it's been good. Utah State coming up Saturday, a chance to lock up the Mountain Division. Some uncertainty around the status of Jordan Love in this game. How does that affect your preparation? Well, right now, you know, just – watching all the film that they have and preparing for him to start and understanding the things that he likes to do and what they like to do with him in the offense and then also studying the backup as well. And um, if if that is the case, understanding what they like to do with him at offense and, and what he likes to do as well. So uh, mainly for preparation, just, just preparing with, with him in mind that he's going to start. Saturday night was senior night at Albertson Stadium. Four years of playing for your hometown team there at Boise State. What were the emotions of that night like for you? Oh man, it was uh, it was special. And you know, every time that I get to step out on the blue, it's something special. And, and I always view it as a blessing being able to to be here in front of all my family and, and having them out on the field as I ran out to them was was a special moment for me and something I'm gonna remember and cherish for for the rest of my life and just being able to have all the people there that, that have always been there for me uh, since the beginning was, was, was pretty special to me. So I loved it. With this opportunity to sort of reflect on your four years there at Boise State, you did your church mission in Canada before starting your career. Now you've played four seasons. You're one of the older players on the team. How did that experience help you in developing maturity and the leadership really that we see for this team today? Well, I think, um, you know, going on my mission honestly shaped a lot of the person that I am today. Just being able to to understand who I am and what I want to accomplish and what I want to chase and how I want to operate. And so, being able to have that time where I was, you know, off in Canada and and serving other people and growing individually allowed me to come back and be able to apply those same things that Boise State and, and just work together with the people on the team. You know, and and um and be able to to put that on play on the field where. As a leader, you have to have everybody working together, and, and I think that's shown a lot on our defenses. That's what our mentality is just being a family and, and trusting the guy to our left and our right. And so I think that's the, the main ways that it's, I mean, it's like the foundation of, 
of everything that I do, and and I I'm, I'm grateful to be around the guys that I am on defense for sure. Okay, Koa, you got married this summer, and congratulations on that. How has that changed your life? Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, no, it's been amazing. Uh, obviously, it's it's changes, you know, moving in and living with somebody, but but she's been amazing, and you know, she's she's always supportive and always there for me, and um, I'm just excited for what the future brings with Pat and with us and our future family. You're a pretty grown-up dude, like we just talked about. You're married, but I'll ask you the question that everyone gets asked as they finish up college, and I know everyone loves this question. Keikoa, what do you want to do when you grow up? <laughs> well, I want to I want to continue to play football for as long as I can, for sure. And, um, you know, when that avenue ends, then eventually I think I want to start my own company, a nonprofit business where I'm doing some type of of work helping others, and, and that's fulfilling and, and – uh, you know, I just feel like I'm making the most out of the things I've been busted. What is the plan for when this season ends between uh, the end of the year and the start of getting ready for the NFL draft? What do you do next? Um, the plan is to head over to Arizona and to train um, leading up to all of that. And the process is there. I don't, you know, I haven't thought a ton about all the things that are going into that, but I just know I want to train, you know, leading up to pro day and the draft or, or all the, you know, all, all the things that come along with that but you know right now i'm just focused on on this week and uh winning this week yeah utah state coming up saturday you hopefully have four more games to play at boise state what do you expect out of yourself over this last month just yeah just soaking in every moment you know just just enjoying the opportunity i have to play this game because you know like you're talking about deandre getting hurt and uh other injuries that have been gone you know this, this is something that that you always get and it can be something that can be taken away you know, in a in a snap. So just being able to enjoy every moment, go out, play loose, play fast, and and make plays. All right, number ten, Keikoa Nawahine of the Boise State Broncos. Boise State at Utah State on Saturday with a chance to clinch the Mountain Division title and get themselves to a Mountain West Championship game. Keikoa, thank you so much. Congratulations on a great season, on a great career, continued success the rest of the way. Best of luck. Yeah, thank you, Nate. I appreciate it. San Diego State at Hawaii for the West Division crown Saturday night. Aztecs radio analyst Rich Ornberger joins us next here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Bob Davey, head coach of the New Mexico Lobos. We'll be back with more this week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. Come to play in Las Vegas. See the best in college basketball shine. On America's biggest stage, the Mountain West Basketball Championships return to Las Vegas, March 1st through 7th. Join the March to Madness at the MW.com slash 2020 or your team's athletic ticket office. The Mountain West Basketball Championships in Las Vegas come to play. This is Rocky Long, head coach of the San Diego State Aztecs. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. San Diego State now 8-2 on the year, leading the West Division with a 5-2 conference record after last week's 17-7 win over Fresno State. The Aztecs, the number 25 team in the coaches' poll, and they can clinch the West and a spot in the Mountain West Championship game with a win Saturday night at Hawaii. Joining us right now, radio analyst for San Diego State football on the Aztecs radio network, as well as being one of the loose cannons on Extra 1360 in San Diego, and he's also a former Patriot, Cardinal, and Charger. Long intro. Here we go. It's Rich Ornberger. Rich, welcome to the show. How you doing? 
I'm doing really well. Yeah, that's a, that's a mouthful. Thanks for having me on. Quite the resume. Rich, uh, let's go back to Saturday night. Ryan Agnew gets the passing game cranking. Career highs in completions, attempts, yardage, and still just 17 points. The Aztecs have really been carried by their top 10 defense. What do you make of this 2019 San Diego State team? They're really good, but most 8-2 and two teams have a few laughers sprinkled in there. This team plays almost every game so close. They really do, and and it, it's a great credit to the resilience of the team over the course of the season to have a shot at winning their side of the Mountain West here uh, down the stretch of the season because uh, you have to have fortitude to be in games as tight as they've been in the entire season. You said it correctly. Uh, this defense is historically good. Uh, this is a San Diego State team that has uh, only allowed so few rushing yards that virtually every competitor that walks into SDCCU Stadium or wherever this defense travels to, and as we know, that's usually a side of the ball that travels well, uh, they've shut down the run game. And the pass game, they're, they're opportunistic. The way they get aggressive in the pass rush and the blitz game has opened up opportunities for interception, and they have some great skilled secondary uh, players who have um, really capitalized and stolen possessions for this offense. And it's an offense, even still late in the season, that's, that's searching for an identity. But last Saturday night against Fresno State, it felt like everything came together uh, for Ryan Agnew and this passing offense in a way we haven't seen at San Diego State since Ryan Lindley was throwing the football around the yard years and years ago. So it was uh, very encouraging, especially late in the season when you're, you're making the stretch run. Why is this version of the Rocky Long defense, which is always good, why is it so dominant this season? Well, you just have, you have stud players up front on this defensive line who are causing a lot of havoc. Cam Thomas playing the nose position, typically not a position that generates a, a tremendous amount of pass rush. He's been getting to the quarterback a lot. He's been making a lot of tackles for loss. You can say the same thing about Keyshawn Banks from the defensive end position and Miles Cheatham as well. Miles Cheatham being your sack leader also leads the team in tackles for loss. Really a tremendous, tremendous effort from the defensive line. And this line is led by defensive line coach Brady Hoke, who's back on the Mesa and doing terrific uh, things with this group. They're young, they're energetic. Uh, this was going to be a point of weakness. Rocky Long supposed all season long because of how inexperienced the group is, and, and they've really shined. And then at the linebacker position, your middle linebacker, Kiava Tizino, is one of the best in the nation. Highly graded inside linebacker. He's really the heartbeat of this defense, the emotional leader of the group. And then the corner play has been solid. You have Darren Hall, who's been a shutdown corner most of the season, and Luke Barku, who's an interception machine at this point. It's been fun to watch. That's, that's pretty much the, the framework for the greatness that we're getting to see on a week-in, week-out basis. Rich, you won't find many people in college football more universally respected and admired than Rocky Long. Winning his coach in Mountain West history, you've been around the game a long time. What stands out to you about Rocky and why he's so good at this? Well, experience goes an extremely long way, and experience winning helps. It's, it's one thing when you're experienced. It's another thing when you have built a culture that works, 
and has withstood the test of time. And he's not, I think the reason why it has withstood the test of time is because he's not afraid to change. You know, you assume a coach who's approaching 70, you know, not quite there yet, but uh, getting up there in age would be resistant to making sweeping changes with his program. But after a seven-win football season last year and uh, getting blown out in a bowl game, he looked at himself, he looked at his staff, he evaluated what needs to go, what needs to stay, and they made changes. And you just don't often see that. Usually there's a, sort of a curmudgeonly, uh, uh, you know, hey, we're going to do it until it works mentality with old ball coaches. But, but he is not. He's amendable and he's flexible. And he, he wants to listen to his players. And he oftentimes hosts the seniors in his office for a meeting to, to get tabs on wh- what's going on in the locker room and what the team thinks of certain things that are happening uh, coaching decisions and what have you. It, it really is a fascinating uh, display of listening that I think has created a winning culture in San Diego. Uh, they, they, they do a tremendous job, this, this coaching staff does, uh, listening to their star players, uh, putting them in a great position to have success, and changing, and changing if things don't work. I think that's, I think that's the reason why it's been so successful at San Diego State. And that's why the expectation level is so high. And now at Hawaii, coming up Saturday night, West Division title on the line. San Diego State has not lost a road game this season. Ryan Agnew's got a calf bruise. Jawan Washington hoping to return after missing the Fresno State game. Rich, what do the Aztecs have to do to win the West for the first time since 2016? Frankly, they just need to keep doing what they're doing. Don't play outside of yourselves. I think where this offense truly gets in trouble is when Ryan Agnew or one of these players tries to force things. You know, you have a fumble at the goal line that can be costly because you're trying to stretch the ball out or an interception where you don't need one because you're trying to get more out of a play than is there. Uh, So offensively, try not to play outside of yourselves even when – it feels like you need to make a play. You know, survive to see another down sometimes is the best strategy because with a defense as, as stagnating as, as this San Diego State defense has been, you are going to have another opportunity to put points on the board. And then the defensive side, really the hallmark of this defense all season long is how uncomfortable they've made quarterbacks. This has become a passing league very quickly. This really is. I mean, a lot of teams have gone to the spread they're explosive, they'll, they'll beat you downfield. If you get to the quarterback before he can really keep that ball over your defense or, or beat man coverage or test man coverage, uh, then you're going to give yourselves a lot of opportunities to either get those sacks, which are valuable yardage that the offense now needs to make up, or potentially steal possession with a, a fumble recovery and interception. So I would say those are the goals heading into Saturday against Hawaii, just don't play outside of yourself offensively and continue to wreak havoc in the offensive backfield from a defensive perspective. All right, let's see if San Diego State can get it done Saturday night on the road at Hawaii. Rich Ornberger, radio analyst on the Aztecs radio network, along with the great Ted Leitner. Rich, man, great stuff. Thank you so much for the time, and uh, try not to have too much fun in Hawaii. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'll preview the entire Week 13 schedule next after these words from your local station. This is Nick Rolovich, head coach of the University of Hawaii football. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. 
This is Craig Bull, head coach of the University of Wyoming. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Big Week 13 schedule in the Mountain West. All 12 teams in action, all in divisional play. We start Friday night, the border war in Laramie. Colorado State at Wyoming on ESPN2 and the Watch ESPN app at 7.30 Mountain Time. The bronze boot on the line, plus CSU needs this one to maintain hopes for bowl eligibility. Five games Saturday starting at noon Mountain Time, Air Force at New Mexico, in a game rescheduled from November 9th. You can stream it on ESPN3. One item of note, Air Force backup quarterback Isaiah Sanders will miss the trip to Albuquerque because he'll be interviewing for a Rhodes scholarship. San Jose State at UNLV, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on AT&T Sports Network. The 4-6 and six Spartans still have a crack at bowl eligibility. Nevada visits Fresno State at 7.30 Pacific Time on ESPN. ESPN2 and the Watch ESPN app. And then we get to winner take all time late Saturday night. First, it's number 20 Boise State going to Logan to face Utah State at 8.30 Mountain on CBS Sports Network. A Broncos win means Boise State wins the Mountain Division and they'll host the Mountain West Championship game. As of the recording of this show, Hank Bachmeyer and Chase Cord both remain question marks for Boise State, while the status of Jordan Love is unknown for Utah State, so look out for that. And then it's number 25 San Diego State at Hawaii, 6 p.m. Hawaii time. That's 8 p.m. Pacific. That game on Spectrum Sports and streaming on Facebook. The winner is your 2019 West Division champion. Should be a fun one. Hawaii has the Mountain West number one offense. San Diego State has the conference's number one defense. And that will do it for the week 13 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. I'm your host, Nate Crackman. Enjoy winner take all weekend. This is Craig Thompson, Commissioner of the Mountain West. We'll talk to you next week right here, right here, right here on This Week in the Mountain West.